You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while enjoying the foods they love. Have you ever wondered why, even though you're so smart and accomplished, you haven't been able to achieve weight loss? If so, I've got great news for you. It's not because you're weak or indisciplined or that you need more willpower. It's just a matter of overcoming a particular obstacle that many smart, driven women face when it comes to transferring the skills from success in your career or other areas of your life to the area of weight loss and feeling in control of your food. And in today's podcast episode, we're discussing exactly what is that hidden obstacle and how to overcome it so that you can see success in your weight loss. The one thing that you need to get honest about so that you can leverage those skills to create success without feeling deprived or restricted. And one powerful question to ask yourself to start to access your inner strength when it comes to food so you can become self-disciplined in a way that feels like a natural extension of who you are. Keep listening. I believe that, you know, when women are really able to thrive and stand um, in their purpose, women have power to really change the world. And so, you know, today we're going to be talking about how you can leverage the same skills and resources and tools that you use to create the success and impact in your professional life to actually create the same results in your eating habits and in your weight loss. I'm going to talk about, you know, what's been stopping you from doing that and how you can actually start to create that momentum for yourself, but do it in a way that feels like it's a natural extension of who you are versus feeling like this is an internal struggle that you're having to fight every single day, right? So let's go ahead and dive into this topic. So first of all, you know, if you are like many um, purpose-led women who are driven, um, mission-led, you've probably achieved a lot in terms of your professional career. You probably are in a place where, you know, a lot of people are depending on you. There's probably a lot of responsibilities on your plate. And chances are you find yourself um, reaching for food for that place Um, of relaxation and to provide comfort to help you let go of the pressures that and demands that are on you that you face day in and day out. And, you know, you might feel like you, your life looks like it's really together on the outside, but yet on the inside, you have this struggle that maybe even starts to undermine your ability to impact as much as you could because you feel like, you know, maybe you feel like I'm a fraud. Maybe you feel like you can't really speak up about the things that truly matter to you because you're worried about how you look or how people are going to perceive you. So if this is, you know, this is something that you can relate to, you're not alone. Many, many really smart, you know, intelligent, um, successful women struggle with their eating. And so if you feel like, you know, I, why do I crush my goals in every other area when it comes to my weight? Why is this an issue I can't seem to solve? Then we're going to dig into this. We're going to really dive deep into what is exactly is stopping you from being able to do the same thing in terms of your weight loss. So you, what you're probably wanting, um, 
And if, you know, if you're wanting this, definitely stick around um, through this live. You're probably wanting to really feel brave in your life. You're probably wanting to go after any opportunity, um, media opportunities, Netflix deals, speaking on stages, you know, getting on those spots on on the news um, to share your message. And you want to be able to do that confidently, you know, without anything in the back of your mind about like, oh, how do I look? And you're wanting to be able to probably also, you know, do simple things like just wear the fashion that you love, you know, without worrying about whether or not you're going to fit. And so first of all, I want to say that all of this is completely possible for you, even if you've been struggling with your eating for 20, 30, 40 years. And, you know, I'm proof of that. My students are proof of that. I've got um, stories of students um, who, you know, spent 30, 40 years of their life struggling with their eating and who used, um, implemented the tools that I've shared with them to go on to lose, you know, uh, 30, 40, 50 pounds and to be able to feel like it is something that is effortless for them. And so, and you can do the same thing. Now, what is, you know, usually, Um, Whenever I start to explain things, I want to start by outlining what are the pitfalls that we usually fall in. And the reason why I start here is because, you know, it's really because our brains are wired for survival. And, you know, we always, we, you know, we pay attention when we think that we're making mistakes. So these are, this is not something to beat yourself up for, you know, but these are some of the pitfalls that we all have fallen into when it comes to failing at weight loss. And you're going to see that it's not your fault as we go through this. So here's what a lot of people will say when it comes to weight loss success. So they will say, you know, find your why, right? If you have a strong, compelling why, then that's going to get you through those times when you just don't feel like following through with what you said you're going to do. So you've probably heard this before, you know, people will say, okay, you know, find your why go very deep and make sure it is so strong that it's going to drive you. And another thing that you've probably heard is to have a very clear goal. And you may have done this, you may have tried this for um, weight loss strategy. So, you know, you may have done things like, you know, set a clear goal for how much weight you want to lose, you might have set a target for how many calories you want to eat every day, or how many macros or whatever it is that you might have tried to track. And, you know, maybe you set, um, maybe it was a smart goal. So maybe you set a goal that had, um, that was timely and relevant, you know? Um, so you set a, a time frame for how long you were going to give yourself to lose the weight. And you may have even really dug into why you want it and you found deep reasons that go beyond just the superficial surface level reasons like, oh, I want to look good in my short shorts or my bikini. You know, you probably found reasons that relate to your health, relate to your purpose on the planet, being able to show up for people that you care about in your life and things like that. Yet, if this hasn't been working for you the same way that it works in your career, I want you to know that it's not your fault. It's not that you're weak when it comes to food. It's not that you lack discipline. It's simply because you have a subconscious compelling why that's invisible to you, that is working counter to 
the conscious why that you have found for yourself or created for yourself, which is the reason why you constantly feel like you're taking two steps forward and one step back. You're going periods and you're doing really well for a while, but then, you know, you find yourself self-sabotaging and slipping back into the old habits again. Because, you know, having a clear goal and a strong why without aligning your subconscious commitments is like going on a cross-country trip and going on that trip with a leaking tire. You know, sure, you know exactly where you're going and you know why you're going, which on a cross-country trip is usually to see sights and have fun, right? But if you have a leaking tire then that trip is going to be far slower and far more frustrating than it could have been with, you know, the tire being patched. So you might be thinking, well, what could I possibly be committed to that would be more important to me than my health and losing weight and feeling my best? Well, have you considered what you gain by not losing weight. Now stick with me for a minute. (laughs) You may or may not realize this, that on some level you're getting safety or comfort or both potentially from actually staying at the weight that you are. For many women, their weight and the way that they eat currently is a protection for them, even if you might feel like you want to change, even though you really want to be lean and fit and healthy, then, but on some level, you may feel like your weight and the way that you're eating is actually giving you comfort. It's actually giving you safety. For some, there's even trauma in the past that they're holding on to that weight as a as um, a protection because they actually feel safer. And, you know, even women who are very high functioning and successful at what they do can struggle with these issues. So, you know, maybe you've gone, done things like gone to therapy to address trauma. You know, maybe you have really dug deep into, you know, some of your, your limiting beliefs and, um, or the triggers that, cause you to pick up food to overeat. But if you're not addressing that underlying benefit, that that subconscious benefit that is actually working against you, then you're going to find yourself in this like tug of war, this push and pull this, okay, I do well for a little while, but then I fall back into old habits. And that's because it's, it's kind of like, you're trying to drive a car, but you've got the emergency brake on. So what's really happening is like when you get to the end of the day and you feel like, you know, you've really not thought about food all day and you've been really focused on your purpose in life, you've been doing your work, you've been, you know, showing up for you know, for others and for your work all day and get to the end of the day. And all you feel like doing is, you know, chilling on the couch and eating and getting a moment of pleasure for yourself and a moment of comfort. What's really happening is there is actually a real need that is being fulfilled. But the problem is when we don't go to the subconscious need, then what we're doing is we're basically 
you know, putting a Band-Aid on a deeper wound. And the truth is you already have everything that you need to be successful. This is proven by the fact that, you know, in your professional life, you already are successful. It's just a matter of, again, taking off that uh, that break, metaphorically. So you're probably starting to realize that it's not about learning the right diet, the right way to eat, um, having more discipline or more willpower. For you, it's really about finding a way to fulfill that subconscious uh, need that is within you that is actually... Um, running counter to your conscious goals and desires. And, you know, a bonus to that might be that once you discover what that is, it's about somehow connecting and tying that to what your purpose is, what what's already driving you in your life. What has already been driving you to create the success in your life that you have right now? So, you know, you've probably already determined a really compelling why for yourself, but unless you get your subconscious values in alignment with those, um, you're always going to feel like you're fighting an inner internal battle and it's really not going to yield very much results. So um, Lisa Leahy from the Harvard Graduate School of Education wrote a book called Immunity to Change. Actually, Um, She was a co-author of this book. And um, in this book, she talks about this concept called competing commitments. And competing commitments are, they are the commitments that are subconscious that are competing with your conscious commitments. And that's why even though you're super committed to changing your relationship with eating and losing weight, you feel like it's a battle. And this is why the same resources and tools that you've been using to succeed in your professional life haven't been working on this side because on this side, when it comes to your weight loss and eating, there is something that is competing with that. And that's why you can't, you know, um, just double down and go all in and get the results that you want because it's basically like, you know, two boxers who are equally strong, you know, um, who really, you know, who have an equal commitment to winning a fight. They end up in, wait, is there a way? Can you, can you have a tie in boxing? That might've been not the best metaphor. I don't know if you can have a tie in boxing, but um, so it would be like, you know, um, basically, neutralizing your efforts because you're equally committed to losing weight and not losing weight, if that makes sense. So how can you remove this, as Lisa Leahy puts it, immunity to change when it comes to your eating? Well, it starts by really getting honest with yourself about what is the best part of staying exactly where you are. Now, this might sound funny, but there is something that you are actually getting out of staying the same. There's something that you're getting from not changing. And when you start to understand what that is, then you can remove that competing commitment and you can take off, you know? So it's like taking the emergency brake off and just accelerating. So in pillar two of the embodiment method, which is the process that I created to help women to um, 
you know, reprogram their relationship to eating and weight loss. Pillar two has three questions that my students dive into, and I'm going to share one of those questions with you today so that you can get started on um, uncovering the blind spots when it comes to a potential subconscious competing commitment. And so this is a powerful question that you can ask yourself and that you can journal on um, and allow yourself to start to just get into the underlying commitments that are present. You know, the ones that, again, are in opposition to what you consciously desire. So when you ask this this powerful question, you're going to begin to um, remove the subconscious blind spots. So sound good? All right. So this powerful question that I want you to ask yourself is, what do I get by keeping the weight on? What do I get by keeping the weight on? So again, you know, if this might sound weird, you might think, of course, I don't get anything. But just, you know, sit with the question, write it in your journal, and just let your answers come to you. And what you're probably going to start to realize is that you actually get a lot of benefit from staying um, where you are. So I'll give you some examples from my own life. In my own life, what I realized was that, you know, when I actually um, stayed where I was, I actually got to play smaller. I actually got to stay safe. Um, I didn't realize how when I was a child, it was actually a strategy that I had to shrink myself, to actually hide you know, to, you know, I literally sometimes would crawl up into a ball in my closet, you know. And so one of my safety strategies as a child was to stay invisible, you know, to hide away. And of course, I didn't realize, you know, as an adult, that, that strategy was still running in the background. And there may be strategies that are running in the background for you that you're not even recognizing yet. But when you start to sit with this powerful question, these answers will come to you and they'll come to the surface and you'll start to get some insight into what are the subconscious commitments that are competing against your uh, your conscious goals, the things that you think that you want for yourself. And so... Today, we talked about how you can start to leverage your, you know, the tools that you already use in your career to create success for yourself to actually create success in weight loss. And the way that you can do that is not by, you know, learning more skills and more tools. It's by actually like taking off the brakes, basically, um, of what is stopping you from being able to apply what you do already to create success in your business and career to your weight loss success. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools 
over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.